Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Well, everybody, instead of this being a fantastic Fellows Friday, we're going to call this a flabbergasted farce Friday. And we are going to talk about a fella. He's not fantastic, though. And this is some crap. I'm just like, we have gone too far, America. We need to get it together because let me tell you why I call this flabbergasted farce Friday. Because the word flabbergasted means greatly surprised or astonished. Used in a sentence, I could say that what I'm about to talk about has left me totally flabbergasted. Farce, because it's defined as a comic dramatic work using buffoonery and horseplay and typically including crude characterization and ludicrously improbable situations. And the person we're talking about, we're going to give them an F as well for failing, which means a weakness, especially in a person's character and shortcoming. And the person I'm talking about is the Arizona representative Paul Gosar. Now, I am really, really surprised we have gone this far that we make jokes and cartoons about killing uh, not only a co-worker, but a person that is in Congress with you. As I'm sure everybody's heard right now that the uh, Arizona representative Paul Gosar, he uh, got censured <laughs> because over a cartoon showing him stabbing representative Ele- <laughs> Man, AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, I mean, she has taken so many, like, unbelievably death-threatening type of situations just because. Some of it don't even be for a reason. Now, this fool, and that's he's, he's a fool. That's another F. We're going to FFF all day about this fool. Um, yeah, okay, the censure comes 10 days after... The Arizona Republican posted and later deleted a cartoon video with his face superimposed on a character who kills someone with Rep. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez's face and wields swords against President Biden. Now, this is disturbing in itself, but the fact that everybody acting like it's no big deal is really puzzling to me. I had went to the New York Times to to look at some articles as well as other uh, sources, which I will list. But, you know, this is just past ridiculous. Now it's saying the latest clash played out as Representative Paul Gozer, a Republican in Arizona, became the first member to be censured by the House in more than 10 years and the second Republican to be stripped of committee assignments this year. Y'all know who the first one was. I'm not even mentioning her. Now, Pelosi said the resolution is about workplace harassment, violence against women, and signaling to Americans across the country that violent rhetoric is not okay and should have consequences, particularly in the wake of the insurrection at the Capitol this year. This is beyond crazy. This is flabbergasted. I had to go and see if that was appropriate, which means greatly surprised or astonished. And I should not be because of what our country has been experiencing the last five, six years. 
But this is going too far. And like everybody said, anybody that would threaten someone at their job would be not only fired, probably arrested. And they're making this about politics. And I, you know, this is serious and this is sad. I want to quote something. It says, you have a right to speak. And so do we have a right to react to what you are saying when you are threatening the lives of members of Congress and the president of the United States? Now, that is quoted by Nancy Pelosi, House Speaker. And it said Pelosi said this on the House floor before the vote. She said, it is sad that this entire House must take this step because of the refusal of the leadership of the other party. And we know who Kevin McCarthy is. This is a disgrace to America around the world. I mean, because they said only two Republicans voted to punish him. Only two. And it's, it's the, the, the sentence says, only two Republicans voted to punish Paul Gozer for posting cartoon video in which he kills AOC. Kill. Murder. And they talking about it's a joke. It's funny. So for those of you who don't know what censure is, let me tell you the definition. A censure is a public rebuke of a member's misconduct. The action is more severe than a reprimand, but not as serious as expulsion. I think, let me just take a break from the definition. I think expulsion is very appropriate. You're talking about joking about murdering someone. Knowing you don't have to because you got the fans in the base that will probably do anything you want them to do. If they were saying hanging the vice president at the time, he Mike Pence was the actual sitting vice president. They was they had a thing out there to hang him. I really hate to say it, but what if they would have got him? What what you know, he's he's even playing it down like it was no big deal, but I think it was a big deal. They might have hung him. So when you say things, you don't have to do anything, but you can have fans or whatever they're called at this point, not just voters. They're more than that. And and this is very scary. But let me go on and finish talking about censure, what it is. A censure resolution is approved by a majority vote and requires a censured member to stand in the well of the House as the speaker or the presiding officer of the chamber reads the resolution out loud. So he had to get like reprimanded in front of everybody. It said Gozar was joined in the well Wednesday by more than a dozen of his Republican colleagues as as Pelosi read aloud the text of the censure resolution. He was removed from two panels, the Oversight and Reform Committee, on which he served with, oh, wow. He served with (laughs) Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat from New York. Wow. He served on the committee with her and threatening to kill her. And also on the National Resources Committee. A day after he published a clip online, he posted a meme that said, it's a cartoon, relax. Then he explains the video to his Republican colleagues Tuesday morning, but did not apologize. He told the Stu Peter show that the clip was an attempt to reach younger voters with a message of illegal immigration. Now, I don't even understand how murdering a uh, co-worker and a House representative is anywhere near about uh, illegal immigration. I don't I don't get that part. That's just me. Wow. I don't get it. I don't get it. And like I said, only two people and we know who they are because they're already on the negative side of the Republicans. That's Republican Adam Kinzinger from uh, Illinois. 
and our girl Liz Cheney. Wow, wow, wow. Well, of course, Gozor's office said in a statement to the Washington Post, quote, everyone needs to relax. Really? The left doesn't get meme culture and that the video did not glorify violence. What does it glorify? <laughs> he claimed the video did not have anything to do with harming anyone and said that he did not apologize when he met with Republican leaders earlier in the day. Wow. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy had previously said that Gozar did apologize, according to Politico. Regardless, he hasn't apologized publicly or to her. He not only has not made any sort of contact or outreach, neither he nor the Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy, but he has also doubled down by saying that I am somehow, you know, representative of undocumented people. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Someone's quoting the saying, in the perfect world, he would be expelled from Congress. Actually, he should be expelled because you're talking about, I mean, even that chick, and I ain't going to say her name, we know her name, who approached uh, AOC literally right there in the hallway. Now, if AOC had done something crazy, like just punched her and knocked her down on the ground, then they'd be charging her. But she rolled up on her. It was extremely nerve nervousing to see. So I can imagine how it was when it happened. And um, this is dangerous, y'all. We, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Like I always tell people, you can vote for whoever you want to, believe in whatever you want, do your own research on the political people that you were putting in the office, but really start paying attention if we are going to be the United States of America that we are so proud to be a part of because we are looking really silly around the world that we are having politicians now threaten each other's lives. And this is past ridiculous. How are we going to govern if we scared the even go into the building in which we already have seen is easy to get into and attack us. Wow, this is so sad. It's really sad. It's really, really sad. But I, you know, I wanted to read some of this stuff that I had already seen. But I'm going to uh, go and let you guys listen to a few clips because, of course, this is national news. And for those of you who have not heard about it, I want y'all to check this out. Now, I found CBS, my girl, Nora O'Donnell, uh, CBS Evening News, and she, um, I found a video where she's talking about the censure where Nancy Pelosi is actually doing the proceedings, so I want you guys to check this out. Republican Congressman Paul Gosar of Arizona became only the 24th member in the history of the House of Representatives to be censured. Gosar earlier this month shocked his fellow lawmakers, posting a violent animated video targeting Democrats. Here, CBS's Chris Van Cleve. Will Representative Gosar present himself in the well? Tonight, a historic rebuke on the House floor after controversial Arizona Congressman Republican Paul Gozar posted an anime video depicting himself flying through the air and killing Democrat Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and then heading for President Biden wielding two swords. Representative Paul Gozar of Arizona be censured. Gozar is now the first member of Congress to be simultaneously censured and stripped of his committee posts. I do not espouse violence towards anyone. I never have. It was not my purpose to make anyone upset. 
Gozar's censure, a punishment just short of expulsion from Congress, was pushed by dozens of House Democrats, including Ocasio-Cortez. When we incite violence with depictions against our colleagues, that trickles down into violence in this country. Republican leader Kevin McCarthy called the vote an abuse of power. The speaker is burning down the house on her way out the door. Republicans Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger joined all House Democrats in voting yes. House censures are rare, happening only six other times in the last century. Gozar is an ardent Trump supporter who has spread baseless claims of election fraud and falsely called January 6th Antifa provocation. His own family has called for his removal from office, even appearing in a campaign ad for his 2018 opponent. We gotta stand up for our good name. Also tonight, a federal judge in Washington sent a message sentencing the so-called QAnon shaman Jacob Chansley to nearly three and a half years in prison, calling his actions horrific. Chansley is one of the most recognizable figures on January 6th, wearing face paint, fur, and horns. He told the judge, I was wrong for entering the Capitol, I have no excuse, and the behavior is indefensible. And tonight, Steve Bannon, who is facing criminal contempt of Congress charges for refusing to cooperate with the January 6th committee, is pleading not guilty. He is set to be in court tomorrow for what's described as a virtual hearing. Nora? Now, see, I wanted to play that ending because all of this is related. Kevin McCarthy, Donald Trump, the Republican cult, all that. And I'm sorry if you listeners are Trump supporters. I'm not. I'm not going to act like I am. But all this is related. This doesn't make sense. And it's so funny. I didn't remember that Paul Gosar's family did campaigning for the person that was running against him. When I saw that, and I mean, he has a big family, and it was everybody. I mean, it was brilliant to have somebody that uh, you're running against his family to do the commercial for you, and they were saying how horrible of a person he was. I mean, it's like five or six different family members. When you got one or two, there could be some hating in the family, but when your entire family does a campaign, and they did it, the commercial was actually convincing. That means this man is a horrible person. Let's just put it what it is. So I just wanted you all to hear uh, the report on CBS News, and you did hear some of AOC talking, but I wanted you to hear her whole speech as well. So um, this is crazy. Ooh-wee. So with that being said, here is AOC's speech that she gave to the uh, House. Check it out. I've been serving in this body just under three years. In that three years, enormous amount has happened. But in response to the Republican leader's remarks when he says that this action is unprecedented, what I believe is unprecedented is for a member of House leadership of either party to be unable to condemn incitement of violence against a member of this body. It is sad. It is a sad day in which a member who leads a political party in the United States of America cannot bring themselves to say that issuing a depiction of murdering a member of Congress is wrong and instead decides to venture off into a tangent about gas prices and inflation. What is so hard? What is so hard 
about saying that this is wrong. This is not about me. This is not about Representative Gosar. But this is about what we are willing to accept. Not just the Republican leader, but I've seen other members of this party advance the argument, including Representative Gosar himself, the illusion that this was just a joke. That what we say and what we do does not matter so long as we claim a lack of meaning. Now this nihilism runs deep and it conveys, uh, it conveys and betrays a certain contempt for the meaning and importance of our work here. That what we do so long as we claim that it is a joke doesn't matter. That what we say here doesn't matter. That our actions every day as elected leaders in the United States of America doesn't matter. That this chamber and what happens in it doesn't matter. And I am here to rise to say that it does. Our work here matters. Our example matters. There is meaning in our service. And as leaders in this country, when we incite violence with depictions against our colleagues, that trickles down into violence in this country. And that is where we must draw the line independent of party, identity, or belief. It is about a core recognition of human dignity and value and worth. So when we talk about, as mentioned in the resolution, that these depictions are part of a larger trend of misogyny and racial misogyny, racist misogyny. This has results in, in dampening the participation. And so this vote is not as complex as perhaps the Republican leader would like to make folks uh, believe. It's pretty, it's pretty cut and dry. Do you find, does anyone in this chamber find this behavior acceptable? Would you allow depictions of violence against women, against colleagues? Would you, would you allow that in your home? Do you think this should happen on a school board, in a city council, in a church? And if it's not acceptable there, why should it be accepted here? Lastly, when the Republican leader rose to talk about how there are all of these double standards and lists a litany of all these different things, not once did he list an example of a member of Congress threatening the life of another. This is not about a double standard and what is unprecedented and what's tragic is the dissent of transgression in this body. I grew up as a little girl with awe about our nation's capital, the reverence and the importance and the gravity of our work here. Sure, 30 seconds. The gravity of our work here. So my, the question that I pose to this body in response is will we live up to the promises that we make our children? That this is a place where we will defend one another regardless of belief. That our core human dignity matters. If you believe that this behavior is acceptable, go ahead. Vote no. But if you believe that this behavior should not be accepted, then vote yes. It's really that simple. Thank you. And I will yield back to the chairman. Wow. Now that 
is simple. And it's sad that she had to stand up there. Excuse me, y'all. She had to stand up there and even say the things that she was saying. You know, I always try to link um, some of my, well, not always. I said more recently, I'm trying to link some of my episodes throughout the week. And I was so excited about talking about the Native American women's rights on Wednesday. And I was going to do something else today. But I just wanted to end this week with this episode about this horrible person. And the reason why I wanted to do it, not to give him any glory, of course, but we're talking about Thanksgiving and we've been through a lot as a world, not America, the world. And I know I have listeners in different countries and we've been, you know, I'm trying to make motivate people to be thankful this week. And for, you know, this craziness that's happening right now, I want people to really start thinking about the politicians that they support, because when you're having values like this, this is this is nothing to be proud of and to be thankful of, I mean, thankful about. So I just wanted to um, end it with this. So maybe people will be more appreciative of the representatives that represent their town because this representative from Arizona, I mean, if that's what you think and that's what you like, then it's good. Because the reality is when AOC was addressing Congress, she said if they agreed with it, then vote for uh, against censuring. And if not, and they voted against censuring this man. So they're saying all oh, this is okay and it's a joke and it's cute. That's not good. You know, I hate when we have situations where everybody's so Christian or spiritual or religious, yet they do devilish things. And that's what this is. And I'm just going to put it out there. You're threatening coworkers for no reason and then say, ha ha, it's a joke. This is serious. And you got too many people who are following these people that are willing to do the dirt for them. They don't have to do it. All they have to do is inciting. I mean, people don't want to accept January 6th. That's exactly what happened. You know, people weren't all pumped up. And some of the people who have gotten caught admitted it themselves. So all I'm saying is this holiday season, we need to really start thinking about what's more important to us and not making other people glorified by their behaviors and be thankful we woke up. Those of us who have have had COVID, I haven't. I'm thankful that I haven't. I hope to never have it. I, I have gotten both of my shots and will get a booster if I can. I just think that it's just important that people are a little more grateful more than ever in this Thanksgiving. I'm hoping that some people will put things aside and just be thankful that they woke up and they're alive. Now, don't forget for the next two weeks, the week of November 22nd and the week of November 29th, uh, I will be on vacation, so uh, Shay Pate will not be on the air. So that's six episodes that will not be done for the next two weeks. So I am starting my vacation today, and I'm thankful. I'm excited to go to my hometown of Pittsburgh to visit family and friends and celebrate being alive and thankful. Don't worry. I will be social distanced, mask up. I don't care if I got my shots or not. Visits will be very, very uh, few. 
and I got a rental car to make sure I don't have to have anybody come get me, catch no tr public transportation, Uber, or none of that. I'm trying to minimize my contact, but I want to have a little bit of fun because you never know when you will see another person that's special to you again. So tell someone you love them and be thankful. And I will talk to all of you in two weeks. So I will be back on the air on December 6th. And please, I have over 130 episodes. Go through the episodes. And as I will tell you at my extra of the show, how you can follow me. You know, I'm doing this part-time when I get a chance. I still work um, full-time, but I am loving this podcasting. And I'm hoping that some of these episodes are encouraging and are helpful and are giving you some knowledge. Knowledge is key because we have to always make sure and ladies promoting transparent advocacy that we're transparent for one, but we're advocates for what we are talking about and to make sure that people get information that they may or may not already know. So with that being said, I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving to you and your families. Be safe. And I can't wait to talk to you guys in two weeks. Well, guys, this will end this episode, and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A is in Advocacy, capital L is in Ladies. We are also now on Instagram, and forgive me because I'm still trying to learn Instagram, but we are, we are on Instagram also at Advocacy Ladies. And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723, or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.